Wertes in der Kleinstadt Winden ein Junge auf mysteriöse Weise verschwunden. Die Frage ist nicht, wer die Kinder entführt hat, sondern wann. Das Ende ist der Anfang. Und der Anfang ist das Ende. Tick, tick. Du wirst alles verstehen, wenn es an der Zeit ist zu verstehen. Tick, tick. Aber jede Entscheidung für etwas ist doch immer eine Entscheidung gegen etwas. Hello and welcome to Dark, a companion podcast to the Netflix TV series. I'm Acorn. I'm Mergles. And I'm PB. Wollen wir anfangen? Yes. Yay! <laughs> oh my god, we got so smooth, guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Especially the German. So I'm so here for that. Yeah, Dankeschön. you're gonna have to teach us. <laughs> German? Yeah. Just all Can't of German. Do. Well, Everything. I'm trying to learn just very, very slowly because you live there now. Yeah, yeah Los so. Gates. Los Gates. I was thinking recently about how it would be fun to actually do the whole intro in German. And I was like puttering around my house, speaking out like how I would translate it, trying to figure out. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. I'm still a baby German, uh, German speaker, but. Well, I have some German for you to say today. <gasps> There's a title, and I'm not even going to try. I'm going to hand it over to you. So. Yeah. Um, but today we're talking about hermeticism and alchemy in dark. Yes. As always, before we dive in, just want to point out in case anyone's jumping into the podcast with this episode first, this is a companion podcast or a retrospective and not a watch along. So you definitely want to have finished the series and come looking for more discussion, theories, and things like that about dark. We've also chosen to run this podcast as a discussion between friends. So we are coming to this conversation today with our own notes. We haven't seen what each other has written down. So everything is going to be new. And we hope that it feels like having a conversation with us in our living rooms. Uh, so first of all, do we have any housekeeping from last week? Which normally would fall on me, except Mergul so kindly edited and took over the episode for me. Which, yes. by the way, thank I, I've responded to everybody individually, but thank you to the people that tweeted to me to make sure I was okay. Oh, that's so nice. Uh, I thought that was very sweet. Yeah, I got some listeners oh. from the podcast that were like, really? hope you're doing okay. Yeah, I was oh. like, <gasps> you listen to our podcast? <laughs> like, that's more exciting than, you know, but yes, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. But uh, yeah, I just thought that was very sweet. So I wanted to say thank you. Yes. Oh, that's lovely. I, um, I don't think that we had any home, uh, housekeeping. Oh, excellent. I'm trying to think. Uh, because there was the religion episode and then there was our most recent mini-sode that went out. Yeah. And I'm trying to think about our mini-sode. Um, well, we did hear back from Kel. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I think we're going to keep our emails this week to the mini-sode. Okay. Um, yeah. If that's all right. Yeah, that uh, Because good. We're, we're getting close to the end of our list. So, yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, then let's just dive into hermeticism. I'm ready. <gasps> oh, this is probably the the most dense topic I have researched for so far for this podcast. There was a lot to wrap my brain around. How about you both? Yes. Well, I have to tell you, I've never, uh, before this show, I had no idea what hermeticism was. So uh, I've been learning a lot. Uh, I'm definitely not uh, fully educated in the topic. So I think we're going to have some good conversation and I'm probably going to be very surprised most of it. Yes. I'm looking forward to this conversation because I want to hear what 
both of you have brought, and I feel like I say this every week, but it's really like my favorite part because I feel like I did so much research and yet I still didn't even scratch the surface. There's yeah. just so much. And I think the simple explanation is that hermeticism is such a huge, a huge theme in the show that is just everywhere and you can pick it apart to oblivion. It's yeah. super strange too, because when you originally watched the show, and I think because we all have uh, like a Christian or Catholic uh, kind of upbringing, we noticed the religious symbolism immediately. Yeah. And at least I thought it was the dominant symbolism in the show until I did the research for this week. And then yeah. I went, oh, oh, they're actually both equally dominant in the show, which I think is really interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's also interesting because when I was doing my research, one of the biggest things, and I'm sure we'll jump into it, but one of the biggest things that I noticed was the interplay between hermeticism and theology and like Christian mm. theology. And so yeah. in some senses, I wouldn't be surprised if those two things exist together because they have existed together. And especially yes. since a lot of Christianity has actually appropriated a lot of hermeticism in history. So it's almost like, where does it end and where does it begin? Yeah. Hey, snake hey. eating its own tail. <laughs> yeah. So good. So good. Well, let's start at the top. Let's talk about hermeticism itself. What is it? Hermeticism is basically a very old, by some estimates, uh, BC time period, a pre-enlightenment philosophy, religion, tradition that is a compromise between rationalism and spirituality. It has a lot of strong ties to astrology, uh, but also alchemy, which explains its resurgence and popularity during the Renaissance and Enlightenment when that was kind of the, the topic of the era Hermeticism and the writings of Hermeticism have greatly influenced the Western esoteric tradition and was considered to be more uh, more important during the Renaissance, but has kind of trickled through time ever since. But they are different. Yes. So that's something that I didn't know. I thought that the Hermeticism was the same as the uh, like alchemy. And what was what is what did you just say? Astrology. I, my, um, no, esoteric. she just said the term esoteric. Oh. Yeah. So I thought the esoteric was the same thing as hermeticism, but they're actually different, yeah. which is something that I didn't know until this, this week's research. Yeah. So that's the cool thing, kind of going off of what Mergel said too. There's so many influences in other areas. So hermeticism has like reached out and stuck its fingers into everything. Theology. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what the word is. Esotericism. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know what <laughs> that would that be is. called, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh me. we get it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But it's it's kind of based on a bunch of writings and the writings are what's most directly tied to dark I would say because the Emerald Tablet mm -hmm. is one of the biggest pieces of writing that's in hermeticism that we directly see in in dark both physically and also in I guess just like the symbolism, right? Mhm. Mm there's a lot of, uh, so for example, you know, Sigmundus Creatus Est, for example, is yeah. a phrase from the Emerald Tablet. Exactly. Yeah. And as above, mm -hmm. so below, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The whole concept, though, of, of Hermeticism is it's, its tradition traces its origin to a doctrine that kind of affirms or proposes the existence of a single true theology that threads throughout all religions and that was given to man by God in antiquity. So way back when. And I guess that's where a lot of the 
influences come in because if the whole purpose is it's a single theology that you see everywhere, then everywhere is going to naturally pick up on it and kind of run with it, right? Through time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think one of the other things that I found super interesting in doing my research when it came to hermeticism is its association with secret societies and and how uh, hermeticism is often associated with those secret societies as their main theology. And it felt very, you know, it made a huge connection for me when I was doing my research on it makes sense that Sigmundus Creatus Est exists in the show because typically, from what I've seen, Hermeticism in and of itself is also a, a secret society theology. Right. All these, you know, like the um, Rosencrucianism, I think. Yeah, it's like the Rosen Cross. Yeah. I found out about that and I was like, what? That's crazy. And then mm. how it influenced the Freemasons as well. Yeah. Um, also crazy. So it just has all of these, like, you know, from all, it seems as though from the moment it started, it, really created the idea of a secret society. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of little side note here when I when I read that the Rosicrucians were a part of this, I freaked out because I've been watching The Curse of Oak Island. So if anyone's watched that, it is the most bizarrely enjoyable reality show about these two brothers who are trying to dig up treasure in the North Atlantic on this little island off of Canada. And what? there's all of these conspiracy theories of like the Freemasons and the Rosicrucians and the original Romans. And it's just like the more you watch, the bigger the legend gets. And so at this point, I've heard so much about Freemasons and Rosicrucians from that show that I read that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Rosicrucians, of course, they're everywhere. <laughs> there they are. It actually blows my mind because I I started thinking like, they must still exist. This must still exist. We just don't hear about it. And then I started going down this rabbit hole where I was like, are the creators of the show into this stuff? Like, are <laughs> right. they part of a secret society? <laughs> I was like, they are now. Right. Yeah, they are. <laughs> we're all we're all we're all fans dark. And I, I I consider that's probably what we are. We're all a society now. Yeah. Yeah. So before we go too much further, I really want to talk about as above, so below, yeah. uh, which is a, a phrase we we hear in horror films. I think there's, an, in fact, there is a horror film called As Above, So Below. So oh. I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's really good, by the way. Yeah, it's very good. And I think a couple of things. One is a nerdy thing that... Um, we might all think is kind of really cool. But those of you listening, I apologize because it's directly a reference to uh, Nocturne, which is a show that I ran. But when I, uh, when I first looked this up for the research, the image that came up was almost like the tree of life, but the mm. tree vine, you know, branches going up and then the roots matching down yes. below. And it gave me a heart attack because that's the imagery that I ended up using in Nocturne, but I didn't know anything about it in, in Hermeticism at all. And then when yeah. I looked at it, I was like, oh, and I found out the meaning. I went, I, how did I do this? I must have seen it somewhere else somehow yeah. and, and put in my subconscious and then I put it in my show. So it's yeah. like, it was really, it was one of those really weird things to me. And I think that's kind of, I think that's part of the appeal of hermeticism in this way, especially the way they use it in dark is because of a lot, a lot of what they do, it's, again, the snake eating its own tail, a lot of what they do in hermeticism is like, it rings true in a mm -hmm. weird way that you're like, you can't tell if it's innately ringing true to you in all humanity, or if it's just 
like perpetuated <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, if it's just permeated is that the word i'm looking for yeah. concussion yeah. please if it's just per permeated into our society and everything else that it just feels right so i'm a super huge skeptic so i'm leaning towards it's just permeated literally everything and that's why i innately when i hear it i'm like that feels right and you know so it feels spooky and supernatural and like you know maybe a weird coincidence but i mean even as above so below it's even in the Lord's prayer, right? Which is mm -hmm. like on earth as it is in heaven. That's oh, as man. above, so below, but oh, turned man. into a religious. Yeah. So it's like, it's in everything. Um, and for those wondering, you know, maybe what the meaning is of as above, so below, it is as in heaven, as on earth, as in your mind, the environment will follow. So if we think good things, good shall follow us if we think evil things evil will follow us if we are good our environment around us will be good it's that kind of idea and it's weird because it's almost like it's the um what's that other really popular oh the secret you know yeah. like oh, there you what go. you're pro yeah what you're projecting with your mind you're going to attract it's the law of attraction is i think what right. they call it but yeah it's it's like that kind of idea you know what you're focusing on in your mind is what you will bring forth and i think it's like really interesting in terms of dark when you look at they never say it outright but look at sigmundus Think about what Adam is focusing on. He wants to destroy the timeline. So everything around him, the apocalypse happens. The world gets destroyed. His environment becomes destroyed, right? Yeah. And then you look at Ava who wants to continually keep the loop going. And it's just like, it's just an interesting thing that permeates through our entire society and everything that we do and create. And it's interesting to see it also translate into dark. It's just really, really cool. And that's something that I wanted to bring up before we immediately yeah. go on. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, um, because as, as I was saying about like the secret societies and stuff, like to some extent, yeah. uh, I think these hermetic, hermetic laws and these hermetic ideals um, have been sort of secretly propagated not to get too conspiracy theory-ish but yeah. you know if they're if they're being held by these secret societies which often were associated with some sort of like cultural influence or leadership or something like that like it doesn't surprise me that these ideas and these things have permeated our culture because i feel like that was almost what they were desiring to do mm. the the these yeah. sort of societies were desiring to have these things sort of lean everywhere and it's interesting because like even isaac newton was super obsessed with the emerald tablet and did a translation yes. i saw that um, and was shocked yeah yeah and i mean i'm sure we'll we could read it out i have it in front of me now so i don't know yeah. if you want me to um but i think that we we should if we yeah. if we have to talk about the emerald emerald tablet later then definitely but um if not we should we should maybe read it now but the the rest of the phrase is interesting too so as above so below but then it says as within so without oh which i think is really interesting because that's implying the macro and the micro view yeah. which is exactly what they do in the show um now what i think is really cool about that is the we, and we've already talked about this some of the characters having a macro vision of the situation versus the micro vision of the situation mm -hmm. which is the inverted triangle and the the regular triangle right that they use in the symbolism for this so yeah it's 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 very interesting i didn't know that it was 
it had such a cool tie to it. I wonder if that's like an expansion on the second point, because it's kind of crazy to see how many translations have been done. And I found when, when I was looking, I have this website saved because it just tickled me. It reminds me of an old GeoCities or Angelfire website where they've just collected <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all the different translations. Where they've got like gifts or in the background, you got rotating wallpaper tiles repeating it's, and it's yeah, just like... It's that yeah. kind of style. Here, I'll put it in our, our chat. Also, the tree thing, to derail what yeah. I was about to say, mm-hmm. I put a picture in our Discord chat of Inez's box where oh, she was yes. holding yep. Jonas's yep. letter and it's a freaking tree with the roots yep. and the branches and all these symbols of different religions on the box on the top. Wow, I didn't even catch that. So, it, I mean, the tree of life is a really big symbol. Yeah. And I think they use it one more time in the show. But it's interesting to if you look at it and think maybe they're not using it as the tree of life, potentially are they doing the as above so below? Yeah. Exactly. Which is very cool. And it makes me wonder if they had this box specially made for dark or if they just happened to find it and was like, that's perfect. We're going to use this that's for the what show. That's want. Yeah. 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 Again, we'll include this in our show notes. So if you want to mm-hmm. know what we're talking about, head over to yep. Geek Generation and look up the show notes for this episode. Mm-hmm. See, I'm finding it difficult finding a translation that is what you are saying, PB, for the as above, so below, because all the translations that I have found for it have said something that is along the lines like this is Isaac Newton's translation, which is that which is below is like that which is above and that which is above is like that which is below to do the miracle of one only thing. And it to me, it reads like they're trying to say, like, it's almost like creation, like this is where it all comes from the one God. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious because I'm trying to find the other translations that would have. So it looks um, like it's the 16th century scholar. Chrysogenus Polydorus, which was the original version that was translated from Arabic into Latin. And that is where you get the as above, so below. And it's also in, it's in a version of the Bible in the New Testament, Matthew 6.10, the King James Version, which is the one I was familiar with, does thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. It is actually the MSG version or the message translation of the Bible that says our father in heaven, reveal who you are, set the world right, do what's best as above, so below. Oh my God. That's fascinating though. But the original translation of the Latin text was from uh, Chrysogonus. I'm butchering this person's name. Uh, Chrysogonus Polydorus. Uh, is the original where that specific phrase comes from. Okay. Yeah. And then again, it's really interesting here too, because it's it's talking about the micro reflecting the macro, which is Mm -hmm. something that they do in dark. It's just a really cool, you know, it reminds me as somebody who does write for an audience, like when I'm working on a show for tabletop or whatever, we try to think in themes. So when I saw this, I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder if this is one of their themes that they were like, we want this to, you know, every scene we write, everything we're doing, we want to make sure that this is, you know, in it, you know, that we're still staying true to this theme um, as above, so below, which is very cool. And I think it's possible. I think so too, with the level of detail and Mm -hmm. intention put into everything from every scene to every shot. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. I also found it super interesting in doing my research that there was a lot of hermetic thinkers 
were also German. And there's a lot of like base in Germany when it came to those things, which I also found interesting because, of course, later on, uh, the Nazis reappropriated a lot of this stuff for their thinking and their like version of the occult. So it's super, super interesting how deep the history goes, especially in Germany. Um, Like you said, Rosencrucianism, I think is what it's called. Yeah, Rosicrucians. Yeah, basically like originated in Germany by Germans. Uh, Christian Rosenkreutz was like the first person who apparently was associated with the three anonymous manifestos that started that, uh, the Rosencross. So, yeah. On the German influence note, the visual version of the Emerald Tablet that we see throughout the show, it seems like they they took the original image or painting of the Emerald Tablet and shifted it and changed it slightly for the show. They added a triketra to the bottom. They kind of simplified the, the design a little bit. But I found that the original artist was German, too. His name was Heinrich. Heinrich Kuhnrath. Yeah, he he was a hermetic philosopher who spent a lot of his time in Hamburg, actually. Oh, very cool. He was friends with John Dee. Can we just talk about that for a second? I'm sorry. Yes, we like, can. I'm, like <laughs> I, I, this is twice now I'm going to reference something unrelated to Dark, and I apologize, but like, talk about giving me goosebumps. So Merkels and I are in a vampire show, like a creepy, dark, super mature vampire show. And our, just last week, our GM gave us info on John Dee. And I I was like, I'll look that up later. Right now I got to prep for my dark podcast. And then I'm like pulling stuff up and then John D comes up and I'm going, wait, what? So I'm learning about John D for dark and then also seeing, you know, how it relates to this show that we're on. And man, I just got to say, like they talk about that in dark too, you know, there's no fucking coincidence and it's just all connected. And I, I was like freaking out like yeah. oh my god <laughs> same um, i was messaging i was messaging yeah. our our gm being like yeah so crazy i'm happy i'm doing this research for this podcast dark for the dark podcast and i just like i'm learning about it on the show i'm learning it in the podcast it's just like one of those things where like honestly 6 months ago i didn't know hermeticism was a thing and now all of a sudden i'm like getting it from all angles and it's just yeah. like very weird um, and cool. super but interesting. He, watch, he watches dark. So now we've got him listening to the podcast. But <laughs> yeah. also, so, hi. <laughs> hi, Josh. Hello, Josh. Um, but, also, <laughs> but also, what's really cool is now that I know that he watches dark, I'm wondering, like, I have a theory about what's happening. Yeah. And I think I'm right. Oh, boy. Well, he did say that he missed it in dark. He told me in, in the messages uh, that going back and forth, he oh. was like, so it might actually be another instance of just like crazy, like he's just doing this on his own and then yeah. finds out that we're also doing this. And it's just like, there's something happening. The mind hole. Not to get too hermetic connected. about it. Yeah. But as yeah. above, so below. Yeah. Like as what above, you're so thinking below. about is what you're going to have yeah. in your environment. Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Think about good things. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> So John D is not someone I stumbled across. I I actually had a moment where I consciously cut off my hermeticism research because I wanted to focus more on dark. And so, yeah. do you do you have a short version of who John D is in hermeticism mm-hmm. and why he's important? Yeah, so he was a hermetic philosopher. Uh, he's known for having worked with Queen Victoria, I believe, um, or Queen one of the queens, <laughs> uh, and he he was known for. Uh, 
doing hermetic research, spiritualist research, scientific research, but specifically he was trying to commune with angels. And so he, um, yeah, he was a mathematician, astronomer, astrologer, teacher, occultist, and alchemist. Uh, and he was a political advisor to Queen Elizabeth I. Uh. Yeah, and he did. He he was spending a lot of his time trying to commune with angels, learn the universal language of creation, and achieve a pre-apocalyptic unity of mankind. But he was run out of town because of rumors. He basically, you know, they started talking about him as being like a sorcerer and just kind of, of course, like a bad dude. You know, burn the witch. Yeah, exactly. And so, so he he did indeed leave Manchester. But yeah, so he was one of the forefront thinkers of Hermeticism. And because of that, he was connecting with other other sort of like thinkers of the era. So he met with Heinrich Kuhnrath, who was a doctor. He was a German physician, hermetic philosopher and alchemist. And um, he's Francis Yates considered Heinrich to be the link between the philosophy of John Dee and Rosicrucianism. So mm. he's kind of the connection between those two things, which is very, very interesting. And he spent a lot of time in Hamburg, which so I uh, I live in Hamburg. <laughs> and uh, so doing this research has been really cool for me because I've been finding out that there's all these like German thinkers of this time, um, you know, influencing, uh, influencing Rosicrucianism. And it's just like making me nerd out a little bit. But yeah, <laughs> That's amazing. So, yeah, super interesting. <laughs> we could just just do this whole episode is just us talking about hermeticism we're like and then it's in dark yeah <laughs> at the very yeah. End. right <laughs> well actually to go quickly back to the emerald tablet i want to talk about the purported author because that was brought up in our francisca and magnus episode when we were talking about her necklace and the fan theory that it was an image of the goddess isis um so just to talk about you know, where the Emerald Tablet came from and how the author is important to all of this. I thought it was really interesting that the author is basically like a fictional representation of a character because it was written, quote unquote, by a semi-mythological figure called Hermes Trismegistus, which is what we brought up in that last episode with Francisca and, yes, and Magnus. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. But Hermes Trismegistus is debated by historians to be nothing more than an amalgam of philosophers and religious figures. It may not even have been one man. In the tablet, he claims to be a combination of the Greek god Hermes, who was the messenger of the god, and the Egyptian god Thoth, who was associated with magic and the judgment of the dead. I 100% subscribe to that conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I don't have necessarily uh, everything because it was just a mind hole dive on like Reddit and a whole bunch of other things that was happening. But I did find a lot of a lot of info because I wanted to go find out who the heck this guy was. Right. But I love the theory. There is a theory that it was a couple of different philosophers that were like, this is kind of crazy ish. Let's all publish this stuff together under a pen name. Yeah, exactly. And let's like choose a pen name. Hermes the Messenger as yeah. like the and I'm like, that seems like such it just makes sense. There were they, there were so many posts being like, this is kind of what the political environment was at the time and how dangerous it was potentially to publish these things in your own name. And just like I'm just I'm on that I'm on board with that theory. I think that's that's a really solid idea that it was multiple people like you know it's like twitch streamers using one account and you all log in and do, do the thing or whatever <laughs> it just made sense to me i was like yep that that makes total sense yep. they're sharing a pen name 
and they all believe this thing yeah and they, exactly. they want to share it and i i often wonder if the because i believe the original writings that they did for the em emerald tablet like they called it a translation they say we are transcribing what we found on this tablet i don't think there was a tablet I think it was just their theory or their philosophy that they said they were translating from a tablet or that they were going to put on a tablet similar to Moses. Yeah. Except, didn't that come from before? Wait a minute. When was the Emerald Tablet? Um. Oh, man. I want to say the 6th or 8th century is what I remember. It. I think it, its original was in Arabic, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it was. Yeah. But it, yes, was, it was. It came. It came to be much later than everyone thought which in my mind kind of supports that mythological magnitude that something yeah. this important and so deeply entrenched in like theology and religion and stuff has been around for ages. But really, it, it was more recent than that, you know? Yeah, yeah. One thing that I noticed as well is just to sort of tie it back into dark while we're confirming that, yeah. uh, some of the hermetic texts that Hermes Trismegistus has, you know, spoken about um, reincarnation is a really big theme in what in in them. Uh, reincarnation as being one of the uh, main principles of the theology. And uh, Hermes apparently asked, "Oh, son, how many bodies have we to pass through? How many bands of demons? Through how many series of repetitions and cycles of the stars before we hasten to the one alone?" And yeah. I was just like, when I read that, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> because it, it truly yeah. is. It's it's dark. It's like this idea of how do we end these timelines where we're reincarnating over and over and over again to get back yeah. to the one, the one alone, which is ten houses, of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, there's another line, too, that uh, where it specifically references his name. And it's, hence, I am called Hermes uh, Trismegist, having the three parts of the philosophy yes. of the whole world. So yeah. it implies that there, there may have been three men, in fact, that had this philosophy. And they're saying we're taking three different parts and making we are now going to call ourselves, you know, Hermes. So I think that's interesting. But in relation to dark, it's like having the three. It specifically yeah. says the three make up the whole. Yeah. Uh, well, his so, yeah. name also translates to the thrice great. Yeah. Yeah. Trismegistus yeah, means exactly. thri thrice great. Yeah. yeah. It's totally a fucking it pen name. It sounds more and more like a pen name the more we talk yeah, about yeah. it. It's a, it's a pen name. And Hermes well, means messenger. Yes. The messenger of the three. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. It's so good. Well, it reminds me of the one of the purported founders or originators of uh, Rosencrucianism. His name was uh, Christian Rosenkreuz, which literally means Rose Cross. Um, and he apparently lived for 106 years. And during that 106 years, there were only eight people who were involved in the Rosencross uh, society. And, you know, after he died, then it then it split up and started to gain more traction. And then, you know, it, it, it even got to the point where they infiltrated the Freemasons and started changing and adding hermetic stuff into the Freemasons and creating. Yeah. That's oh why God. some of the Freemasons have have a rose and a cross in their in their imagery. So, yeah, yeah it's just like this crazy, like secret society underground infiltrating or influencing every aspect of life to the point where I even asked myself, is dark 
the new legend <laughs> is dark the new like is, the new medium is there yeah is dark the new medium of this sort of uh, way of thinking because it's all over the show yeah. i mean that's very con- that's very conspiracy theory-ish and of course i'm sure it's just like you know people who are very interested and there appears to be this sort of deep intricate hermeticism all of these sorts of thinking in yeah. germany as well um but yeah i just it made me go like hmm well, i think i think that if you are a huge fan of these this thinking and these ideals then dark is like probably something you will recommend to people yeah yeah i think and also this is something i squeed about and i wasn't going to bring it up on its own but we're talking about it i just think it's cool that dark is actually on the emerald tablet wiki like on Wikipedia, Dark yep. is referenced oh, wow. under the Emerald Tablet. And I thought that was flipping cool. And other Dark fans are probably going to squee about it. Like, hey, we got on Wikipedia. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like so it I made that much of a really statement. Cool. It yeah, was included on the official wiki page for the mm-hmm. Emerald Tablet. That's awesome. Somebody added that and it stays. So yeah, yeah. it's so, 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 so cool. But yeah. On the topic of symbols, did you mm-hmm. see that the Caduceus is a symbol of Hermeticism too? I did not like the what caduceus the I don't know if I'm saying that correctly but the snake in the cross the the medical symbol oh yes yes I did see that I also saw that the reason why we call things that are sealed hermetically sealed is because a hermetic philosopher is the one who discovered or the one who perfected that process right I read that Hermes Trismegistus supposedly invented the process of making a glass tube airtight which is a process in alchemy using a secret seal. And so, yeah. so that's super weird. Right. Um, because that's the Klein bottle. Oh, is it that, the Klein bottle? Oh, is so that, that I did to? find? Well, it might not be referring to the Klein bottle specifically, but I know that the Klein bottle is an airtight, like, right. Yeah. So, and I know that the Klein bottle is used a lot in like um, depictions of alchemists will have client, there are client bottles in like paintings and stuff like that uh, of alchemists, which is subtly related to dark because we've got uh, Ten House who is actually trying to do modern alchemy yes. in that he's trying to create a time machine, which that is one of the main things talked about in Hermeticism is being able to time travel or philosopher's stone or being able to live forever. Yeah. Um, so those are some of the main things. So I just think that's really cool. Well, the the developer of the Klein bottle was also German. Yeah. Christian Felix Klein. He was a mathematician. I'm looking During up to see era? if there's like, he was born 25th of April, 1849 and died 22nd of June, 1925. Ooh, okay. Um, yeah. So, so relatively recently in the span of things yeah it's just very interesting to me very um in relation to the the klein bottle and the fact that we're talking about hermeticism i feel like we should maybe mention the whole kind of meaning of the klein bottle is only when you make your outside like the inside will the energy flow in perfect harmony that is literally as above so below Mm. or more specifically as within so without so without yeah yeah it's that whole idea you know what it also reminds me of it reminds me of season three and how they were talking about the inside and yeah. the outside of the loop of like the yes. time loop oh and that's yeah. how yeah. he can yeah. exist because he's like yeah. separate from the other time time loops well what about the sort of interstellar scene yeah. where they're standing together in this sort of i mean i wonder if the the flow of that camera work and the positioning of them might indicate some sort of 
in between in the sense of like, you know, within the Klein bottle. Yeah. Scoop. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, on that topic, I can't wait for the cinematography episode. Oh yeah. My God, I'm going to lose my mind. I know you are. And I can't wait to witness it. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to be the Charlie meme for that. Oh, I'm yeah. Be like, yeah. Oh, look at this angle and this one. <laughs> lose my lose my mind. On the topic of threes, mm-hmm. one of the basic, I guess, like foundations of in the tablet, Hermes lays out that he knows the wisdom of the universe and it breaks down into three parts, alchemy, yeah. astrology, and theurgy. And so alchemy oftentimes is like being able to change a substance, like turn anything into gold. Yeah, they they're with alchemy was trying to do like specific materials, kind of like a science lab with actual chemicals and stuff like that. They were trying to turn other objects into either gold or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then astrology really is something that we see in dark. And I'm going to flop a picture into our group chat because I'm Mm -hmm. sure you'll recognize this. But you see these illustrations everywhere, including in Tenhouse's uh, shop when they found that big book on hermeticism. Yeah. And they open it up. And I think this screenshot specifically was on a wall. I think it was a poster that was framed or something like that. Um, But we see this, the movement of the planets around the sun, the different... um, Charlotte references it too. Yes. She says, my grandpa believed this, that the stars align themselves every 33 years. Yep. Everything's exactly the same. Yep. I also mentioned in the last episode, the metonic cycle, Mm -hmm. which is that period of 19 years where the rotations and the phases uh, mirror each other or like reset and begin again. Is that Isaac Newton on the on the right hand side there? That's him. Is that not him? What? Sir Isaac Newton. A a depiction of him? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're You're referring to the picture I put in there, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is, but I just looked to that to that right side, the the man that's blowing air into the room. I'm looking for the original illustration because I immediately clocked that as being Isaac Newton for some reason. And I'm probably wrong, but it would be crazy. It would be really uh, crazy. I don't even know how to find that image to find the original image of that. It certainly wasn't made. It certainly wasn't made the, for the show. Yeah. Look up the Latin text on the top left, maybe. Yeah. Oh, great Sino, idea. Siste. Yeah, I got it. It comes up when you look that up. Yeah, it is the Copernican system. Oh, that's right. Copernicus? Is what it is. Uh, it's If you look up Copernican system, you'll find it. The, the full uh, high res. Let me get you the high res image here. Yeah, please. It would be very interesting to find the original artist of that specific one. Or I'm curious because it's not the first, it wouldn't be the first in, instance where someone, something has been edited for the show. Right. And if it has been edited for the show, then I'm curious about what info they decided to include and how that influences everything. Do you know what I mean? Because if they added it, then they added it for a purpose. Right. You might be onto something because all the versions I find do not have him there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm curious then if that, if we say that's Isaac Newton, then who is the other guy? Copernicus, I would assume. It does kind of have that air of like Zeus or the God of the winds or something. But he has a gold thing on his, on the middle of his forehead. Yeah. Over his third eye. And I wonder if that's an image that is 
that is seen in Hermeticism at some point. I don't know, maybe it's just a super long shot, but I feel like it's if there's an illustration in the show that I can't, that we can't find an origin of, then it looks like it's been edited. Uh It's a painting by Henry Julian de Tosh, and it shows Galileo. It's a different image, though. This is a different one, but it's very similar. Man, this is um, this is a mind hole. I am into. Yeah, I think this is definitely some form of mind hole. So if it's if it's Galileo, I don't. That, that's not this specific image. Yeah, because Isaac Newton comes from that Copernicus Galileo lineage. Yeah, uh, but this is the image it's referencing, and very clearly. Look though, you see who's sitting on the left? Oh, it's yeah. the, the bearded man, and the guy on the right, who is potentially. It, Galileo or Copernicus. That looks like Copernicus. Yeah. It looks like for the show, they've taken all of these illustrations and sort of created a new one. No, that's insanity. And if they did that, that's insane. And also, what does it mean? Yeah, Yeah, what does it mean? Insane. And what does it mean? Because definitely the first one that we found, we're going to include all of these in the show notes. Um, Definitely the first one that we found. That content is definitely in there, in the original, or or rather in the show version. But who is blowing the air, man? I think it's probably Isaac Newton, in which case. So here's the thing. Isaac Newton himself was interested in Hermeticism. He studied it. He he did a translation of the Emerald Tablet. So it's not as if this is coming out of nowhere. He seems like maybe he was a a really big forefronter at one point or another. In which case, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but that sounds like conspiracy theory level like influence happening there. I love this though. I'm so here for this. Yeah, I Just love the, this. Kind what of does stuff. it mean? What does it mean? Wait, wait. Somebody else on Reddit has seen this too. Oh, really? Bless, bless the dark community. We're all yes. like, what is happening here? So, yeah. in season two, episode one, at 38 minutes and 38 seconds. What? Yes! I just Wait, can't. is it the same one? The same painting? Hold on. Okay. It's oh my a God. book. He's opening a book and the painting is in the book. Oh, wait. Yeah. Okay. Elizabeth Before, specifically was sitting on the couch and looking through the yeah. book. And I I don't remember what I was just, on the page. I just put it. This is on the page. I just put it in the group chat now. Yeah. And it, but it's the original image that we just yes, found. It's not it the is. poster yes. version that's on the wall. So, but what's crazy about why it's at 38 minutes and 38 seconds, by the way, look at, look at the book. It's three and eight. Do you see it? What? There. Okay. So look at the bottom image. There's three, three worlds. Yeah. And but then look the at the eight. top image. It's an eight. Yeah. No. It's the infinite loop. Holy! No. So these two images are different illustrations. Holy fuck! Hold on. So what? This, they that has to be a happy accident. That cannot no. be something they put in the show, can it? No. I, okay. I, am, I. The more we talk about this, the more I'm gonna tell you. I'm going down a deep. My my mind is going down a deep hole i fucking at this point i think the showrunners are fucking hermetic secret <laughs> society people and they're making this, there's no fucking I'm way there. there's no fucking way my dudes <laughs> that this amount of stuff is in here to this degree and this level of detail who i have a gift for you oh god please yes it is the pdf version of the book what what yeah wait mm-hmm. no is it a mm-hmm. real book yep 
Yep. It's a and real fucking book. It's a real fucking book. And the picture is on page. Oh, just like scroll. Oh, oh, oh my God. God. This is yep. beautiful. Yeah, this is beautiful. Holy shit. Hold on. Hold on. Let hold me on. see if I can find a version of the one with the blowing wind. Because it, it must be in this fucking book. They oh must have. God. They must have like pieced bits together. They must have. I'm looking specifically, man, I want this, a copy of this fucking book, even <laughs> right? if it's fake, you know, like I don't need an original edition or anything, but I'd, I'd pay a hundo they to have a copy of this book. must have gotten an artist to remake those pages and they must yeah. have bound like and a prop book together. or something because it's gorgeous. And this is kind of yeah. obviously old and faded well, and, and treated. Okay. So uh, Ptolemy, Ptolemy is in here. It's a star atlas by Andreas Solarius. It was published in 1660 by jo Johannes. No, fuck off. Fuck. Johannes. Fucking yes. Johannes. Johannes. Yes. <laughs> just give me a heart. It's Jonas. Just, so fuck me up, fam. Fuck Jonas. me the fuck up, fam. Jonas. Um, okay. Um, wow. The first part of the atlas has a copper plate prints showing the universe models by Claudius Ptolemy. Ptolemy, yeah. Ptolemy, yeah. Um, I'm sure the P is silent. Uh, Nicholas Copernicus, uh, so Copernicus is term up, and Tycho Brahe. And I'm sure I'm not saying any of those correctly, but in the second part are star maps of the Christian constellations. The atlas also has plates supporting the views of the Catholic Church. Uh, so the book was not placed in the index Laborium Prohibitorium, a list of publications the Catholic Church censored. Wow. So that's okay, the only so, reason it's, it exists. Yeah. So wow. Ptolemy, Ptolemy was, a math, uh, was a mathematician, and yep. uh, we actually, he, he created a model called the geocentric model, which is also known uh, as the Ptolemaic system, yes. um, which is a superseded description of the universe with the Earth at the center. And of course, that was found to be incorrect uh, later on by, I believe Galileo is the one who uh, said like, no, doesn't work. But that is insane. Yeah, that's nuts. Okay, so developed by the Hellenistic uh, astronomer Claudius Ptolemaeus in the second century AD, finally standardized geocentrism. Ptolemy argued that the Earth was a sphere in the center of the universe from the simple observation that half the stars were above the horizon and half were below the horizon Shut at any time. Up. Stars rotating on rotating stellar sphere and the assumption that the stars were at some modest distance from the center of the universe. As above, so fucking below. Oh my God. I'm going to barf. This is ridiculous. Yeah. There's just, I'm, I swear to God, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, in we have it? all entered a we've we're all in the secret society now <laughs> <laughs> as dark fans so like okay really though to create and craft a show with this level of detail referring to existing documents and concepts in theology like they have to have at least interviewed and worked with someone who's who like studies this or a theologian or or someone a researcher historian well, okay. What I'm okay. Uh, what okay? Yeah. <sighs> um. Yes. So this painting, this illustration, is specifically the version that we see in the show is specifically done for the show. Okay. I knew it. You knew, I knew it. it. You called it. Um. The original illustration is from the atlas called the Har Harmonia Macrocosmica. 
which again oh, refers to my as God. above, so below the so below. view. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's written by uh, Andreas Solarius, which I think we've already talked about. It was published in 1660. You can download a copy of this book uh, for free because it's 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 available. But it, it is mo- the version that we see is modified. And you are absolutely right. The two people on the left and the right have been added blowing wind. Now, wait a minute. You were like, is that Newton? But think about it. What if it's like representing Adam, Adam and, and Ava? Ava? Yeah. Blowing their influence onto Wait, the hold world. on. <sighs> Look up Merrick right now. Look up Merrick right now. Like Merrick from Dark? Yes. Merrick yes. Tanhouse. Okay. So you cannot tell me he doesn't fucking look. Look at that hair, guys. He's got Isaac Newton's fucking hair, guys. Or or look under the image of the blowing guy, the guy in the corner. Yeah. Look at the guy in the corner. What if that's Merrick and Sonia? Man, that's did Arthur is did did Tanhouse just create actual the 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 real world for Merrick? Is Merrick like are they are they trying to tell us that like Tanhouse legit is God our God? And then like I think that's the I think that's the metaphor. That it, yeah, so because Tanhouse is God and he created this world. Yeah. Wait a second. Yeah. yeah. Wait a second. Okay. Look at that picture again. Pull up an image of of Merrick and an image of Sonia Tanhouse. They legit look like the two figures in the bottom two corners, the bottom right and the bottom left. Okay. Which illustration? The original one. The one I originally posted. Oh, the screenshot. Oh. 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 Dude. You. you uh, oh. The my blind. God. The, yeah, the, the guy is guy. wearing a yes. blindfold on his yes. eyes like yes. the yes. children in the time travel yes. machine. And so with up, so, oh my God. Also, wait, wait. Y- you mentioned the circlet on his head. Yeah. Look at yeah. the look at the crescent moon next to her on the other side. Oh, yeah. As in light, as in shadow. There is a side for light and there is a side of shadow. Oh, my God. What? And bringing it all together. <laughs> like, okay, this there insane. are three objects in the center. There's two Earths centering around a sun. There's yeah. an Adam figure and an Ava figure blowing on their two sides. And both sides are made up of light and dark. Because mm-hmm. you can see the dark side of the Earth facing away from the sun and the light side facing towards the sun. And Wait a minute. Acorn, did you just figure out why the show is called Dark? What do you mean? If we look at this image, you're absolutely right. They are both blowing their influence on the world, but one side is made of light and one side is made of shadow. Yes. But what we are witnessing in this TV show, what we're seeing is only their influence. So we are only seeing the dark side. Oh. We are only seeing the dark side of this fucking image. This is the dark. Holy shit. Oh my God. <laughs> what the fuck? No, this cannot. I'm sorry. This, this <laughs> amount, this cannot be fucking fake. This cannot yes. be like, oh, every single detail has been crafted, woven. And I'm going to tell you right now, we're stumbling on something big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, love this fucking podcast okay like even if i I, i'm just i find it hysterical because we're sitting here having a (laughs) mental breakdown about all of this info i'm sure somebody else has had a breakdown somewhere it might even be on reddit but we're experiencing it for the first time in this show and you get to hear it and like my gosh hopefully there's at least one other person out there that is freaking out with us that had to pause the podcast to go rush to their laptop to be like what are they talking about let me look it up oh my god and what about this and what about 
about this? And yes. holy crap. Yes. Wait, is there, a, is there a child in this photo, in this image? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Man. Below the Merrick figure on the yes. left hand side, right? Yes. Like tucked there into seems the very to be another corner. There seems to be There's a couple of, of children. other children as well. Yeah. This is wild, man. This is so fucking insane. I am losing my mind. I don't know how this can be real. Like how can <laughs> how can something exist with this right? much? This is so good. Like this is okay, so, so good. here's here's my explanation, right? Here's my explanation. Mm -hmm. This show has a team. Obviously, it has a team of people working on it, writers yeah. and other things. Yeah. So I think all of them probably had their hands in this, and that's why the amount. You know, obviously in TV shows, like the director is the director, but the director doesn't yeah. write everything, right. and uh, the show the showrunners usually have, you know. Uh, some input but not not to the extent that for example like a room full of six writers would have and then as that continues you know you have set designers and the set designers are influenced and they decide to do things like create these artworks yeah. and you know it, it goes down the line where you have hundreds of people contributing to this sort of thing so obviously it's not just like two people going crazy in their room coming up with all this ma madness you know it's like a, a hundred brains who are all putting this together, but but it's a hundred brains of love. Yeah, like, exactly. It's very clearly, it's it very clearly makes me think of that. And not yeah. again to bring up flipping Nocturne. I apologize for this, but it's something I noticed when I was writing that show. I put so much love into the time travel in that show that like it translated to the rest of the cast. There were episodes of that show where I was hands off and they were like, wait, what if we did this thing? Because it'll loop back in here and it'll yeah. just like tie everything together and make it make sense. They were so careful not to, you know, mess up the existing lore that we had or our existing time loop yeah. that it just made it so much better with everybody trusting and giving, you know, caring so much that that has to be what has happened with this show. Like us in this podcast. Yeah. 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 It's also <laughs> like, for example, as I'm, you know, I, I've worked on, I've worked on a few shows. Of course I have not worked on, I've worked on like preschool shows and like animated series. And I've also mm -hmm. worked on animated short films and stuff, but like, you know, uh, we go through this, we basically theory craft and do all of this stuff in the show. You know, when we're yeah. working on a show, when the background artists are working on the show and storyboard artists are putting things together, we're putting these sorts of things in there. And, you know, even working on my short film, uh, right now, every, because I'm a person touching every single second that's yeah. going to be in that show, I'm putting information and meaning and I'm, you know, I'm, doing that thinking in you every minute You just got a comment about that on Twitter, didn't you? I mean, it's not quite the same, but you, it's, it's, it is sort of the same idea, right? You, for Blackish, for the episode. Oh, yeah. They specifically um, commented on something that you, you cared enough in that moment to go and make sure that it was, you know, an authentic yeah. Yeah, moment. And you put it in the show. And then a lot of people were like, I noticed that tiny detail and it made yeah. my day. Aww. So, you know, like it's stuff like that. Am I allowed to say that that you you Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I, okay. I boarded I boarded on um the animated uh special for Blackish. Yeah, it's it's an example of that where it's like because film, TV, they're made by people every single second of a show is poured over by a human being and multiple yeah. human beings. Yeah. And so, you know, like when you're watching a show and you have these theories or you you feel like you saw that or you 
yes, those things are there and they were put there on purpose by people who were excited or people who were like super passionate about what they were doing. These things don't happen by accident. So I think it's like, you know, that's something that I think this show really exemplifies is that you can tell that every single person working on this show had used their influence for what they were doing to push the to push and continue the themes and the narrative of the show, which yeah. is exactly the point. That's the point of making this stuff. So the costume designers, as they were creating these costumes, they made these decisions uh, with all of this in mind. You know, the set dressers and you know, the performers and the writers and every single person brought their own experience and their own push for this narrative. So um, I think this is just a really beautiful example of that because, you know, we're sitting here pouring over these books that exist, going into these illustrations that were made that are only on screen for a total of how many seconds. But that's the that's the point. Yeah, that's why we do this. Yeah. So it's you know, I just think it's a beautiful incredible thing. I think it's also a beautiful thing that we're doing this right now because like yeah. those artists did that and for 5 seconds on screen someone saw it, but you know, we get to say thank you for putting those details and for making yeah, those, absolutely. those noticed, things, you know. Yeah, we noticed, yeah. And we appreciate it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's everything. It's that extra detail. Yeah, and I think that's it for me. It shows that anytime they're creating something and they're putting in those extra details. The fact that they showed it at 38 minutes yep. and 38 seconds, shut the front door. An editor made that decision. Yeah. An editor yeah. and a director made that decision. Oh God, and, no, you're so right because they have hours you know? and hours of, of footage and they yeah. piece it and stitch it together. So that yeah. editor made these conscious decisions. The editor was like, holy cow. And you know, it may have even been a situation of like, hey, this scene is happening around this time. What if I just put it at 38, yeah. 38? Like, yeah. and it's it'll be my secret. And people, and they do that. Yeah. Yeah, they do that, yeah. you know? Yeah, and they do. And I know they do that because I also do it when I'm producing shows, right? Yep. Like, yes. I do that where I'm like, ooh, if I just do this thing, it'll be a nod to something and yeah. somebody somewhere may catch it. Um, yeah. So yeah, oh, it, that's know, that's awesome. When when you think about it more, like I'm, my brain's going to like the casting director and what an yep. in, mm-hmm. phenomenal job they did yeah. Yeah. to find people at different ages that look like each other and could yeah. be casting the same their own character. Son. Yeah, yeah. Um, for Peter, but like I'm just thinking with with a production as big as this, with how many different moving parts, just how well they chose their team, how. Yeah every part of the team is carrying their weight. There doesn't seem to be a weakest link. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I really hope is that the creators created their own uh, production company called... Right. Dark Ways. Dark Ways. Exactly. But they've created their own production company. And I feel like in the time of streaming online and services like Netflix, who will go, you know, uh, people complain all you want about Netflix. I really like Netflix. I think they will fund projects and see how well they do and then continue to fund projects. So in in an age where a team of people that really love what they're doing have the opportunity to get together and make a thing and then it does really well and then they form a production company because of it. And then, you know, I just hope that that's in my brain. It's the whole team that was very successful and then they went, yay, mm-hmm. now we've got a new production company. Let's go do it again with something else. And they're just going to continue to put their love and their excitement into each new project. And I just, I find it really inspiring, honestly. Yeah. Absolutely. Me too. Me too. Yeah. 
just randomly tying it back to dark uh, before I forget, Jonas, uh, as the stranger in season one, has the Tychonic solar system pinned up on in his hotel room. Right. Which is another reference to this, which is just so cool. And I'm so sorry, Acorn. I feel like we have taken over the entire episode by with this discovery. But honestly, I think it's amazing. No, I I love this. This is this is exactly what I wanted for this podcast is to really dive into those nitty gritty details. It it took that is that Isaac Newton like I and then she wouldn't let it go and like like I think I feel like that's added. And it's 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 not even necessarily Isaac Newton. It may be. It may be Marta and uh, yeah, Adam and Ava, and then Adam and yeah. Ava, Merrick and Sonia, Claudia, even you know. But I, I think I'm leaning towards Marta and Jonas or Adam because it's the the two separate worlds. And look at what they're blowing on. They're blowing on the dark side. To me, it makes yeah. sense. That's why they called the show dark. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's insane. Acorn, do you have more? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a great place to end, actually, because like I said at the beginning, this is barely scratching the surface. So if this piqued your interest, was giving you something that you want more of, we invite you to go dive into Hermeticism and see what you can find. And if you find something great, let us know. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a mini-sode. Yeah, Yeah, we love this. Feel free. Yeah. I would not mind going back into hermeticism through emails. No, nope. <laughs> yeah, me too. Find things to I feel so there's good. so much. I there feel there's so, so much. much to talk about. Yeah. And I'm sure that there's a lot that there's a lot there that we have not gotten to. So, um, yeah, it would be super rad if we could yeah, continue this conversation for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I do have a couple dark finds. Um, <gasps> how about the both of you? I have one. Okay. Uh, it's just a neat article related to this discussion um, that I found while we were uh, chatting about it. And I will include the link, but it's called uh, From Copernicus to Newton um, by technologyuk.net. Uh, I will include the link in there, but it, it, it actually has some other really neat things in it, like uh, the mention of a three, three-dimensional three geometry, which ends up coming up in, uh, it, well, in a lot of different symbols throughout the show and just the the th- rule of threes that they use in the show. And it mentions it a bit and, and has a lot of like timelines and stuff like that and i just think it's a very interesting article so that sounds I great i i will include that yeah oh uh acorn yep. quickly you said something at the beginning of record that you had a sentence or a thing for me to say in yes. german that yeah. is one of my dark finds oh great uh so when was this posted okay on the official dark netflix instagram on november 29th 2017 they posted an image without any context I'm putting it in our group chat. Oh, Shut my up. God. Right? There's no description, right? I'm not missing it. There is no description. You are right. Okay. So it's a random What is this an picture. image of? Exactly. What is this? Wait, are those moons and yes, suns they and trees? They're moons yes. and suns on trees. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Please no, tell me. What fine. is this image? What did you find? It's found a couple places. It's on the cover of a book. And this is where the German comes in. It was written by Herbert Rotz. And there's the title for you. Ah. Die, die Religion der Reinheit, Reformbewegung, Okkultismus und Nationalismus, Geschichte und Struktur einer Alltag, Alltagsreligion. So it's... Wait, 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 wait. Can I guess yeah. first? Sure. Okay, so 
the religion of Rhein, whoever that person is, Reinhardt or whatever, reformism, occultism and nationalism. And then I, I think it's like two people and then that's Atlas religion, right? At least the base words. Yeah, so it's tra- it translates to the religion of purity, reformation, okay. occult, occultism, and nationalism, the history and structure of uh, everyday religion. Everyday religion. Man, that's flipping awesome. I was close. <laughs> yeah, all talks religion means like everyday religion. So that's yeah. super interesting. Her- Herbert used this image on the front of his book, and I went through the German Amazon for a little bit, translating like bits and pieces. But what I really want to talk about is the origin of that image. It was Emblem 12 from Michael Mayer's Symbole Aurea Mense. Michael Mayer created alchemical emblem books, which are books that collect emblems or allegorical illustrations with accompanying text, usually morals or poems. And this category of books was popular in Europe during the 16th and 17th centuries. What is the text for this one, Acorn? Do you know? That I couldn't find. I did see, actually, that... (laughs) I love um, you so much, but I feel like Acorn is about to blow my fucking mind. Oh, no, no, no. If we could find it um, specifically, that would be great. I actually didn't dig to find it because I saw someone say somewhere that the text wasn't always related to the image with his works or with this specific work. So it was more the image itself. But I mean, God, I'm seeing dark parallels just from that, right? Yeah, it's so good. So I have found potentially one of the descriptions of this image. That's awesome. I think it's in Latin too. So there's a bit of a translation. The translation I see is Saturn himself must water the earth if it, dear sun and moon, shall bear your beautiful flowers. Why, that's lovely. Yeah, but it is, again, as above, so below. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But again, like, I just love the fact that the dark creators and the dark team stumbled upon or knew about this emblem book and and picked out an image that relates to the themes of dark and just dropped it like an Easter egg in their Instagram. Oh, oh, oh. So this, yes, this image, shut up. Uh, this image specifically or images like this, and I th- I know you mentioned this, but I didn't realize the implication. Okay. You said that he created these for alchemists, right? And alchemy? Yeah, alchemical emblem books. Okay, so to take it a step further, how they used them was for alchemists or hermeticists to send messages to each other without the Catholic Church discovering what the message was. No way, really? Yes way. Yes. At the time that the drawings appeared, there was major persecution on the part of the church. So they are symbols used by alchemists to send each other messages. So it's super crazy that they just dropped it with no context as if they were sending us a message. And so I found that because somebody on the Instagram was like, this TV show is a message. We hear you. Whoa. Like, dude, the whole show is, is that is not what I was just fucking exactly saying? What you were yeah. saying? Was that not what I was saying from yep. the very. Oh, what the yep. Fuck? yep. The show itself is an encoded message. Like and an not emblem a, book. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> we're in. We're, we're in. in. Yeah, we're in. We're, we're in, in dark. We're in. Holy. Guys, we're hermetic philosophers now. That's how it, that's how it works, yep, right? I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Holy shit. <gasps> Is this Noah and Helk? The deformed man doing the work of the man holding the, the fuck. I think that was maybe the interpretation that the team made. Yes. That's yes. so Holy good. Yes. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me this up. It's supposed to be a dark find, and we're like having brong moments for it. What the hell? Oh man, it's, it's a not good a dark oh find, dude. Yeah. It's a good one. What the fuck? Wow. Because I was like, why is why is his leg? You know, yeah. there's some. That's a message. Just like the fact that the it says Saturn himself, who yeah. ate children, by the way. Saturn himself must water the earth if dear sun and moon shall bear your beautiful flowers. So if you want, so if we're looking at sun as Adam oh, and moon, Ava, God. then it must be Helga, Helga doing, doing the work. work. Yep. To... And then the other person in the picture would be like Noah. It's yeah. just, yeah, that is super Holy cool. fucking shit. Wow. That was fu- such that was a insane. great dark find. Oh yep. my gosh. Holy shit. Woo. Good Lord. This episode. How do we keep yeah. doing this? I feel like every episode is stronger than the last. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know, yeah. earlier I was looking at our list. Oh, what? Whoa. whoa, whoa. Show what'd you find? What'd you find? What'd you find? Oh, my God. <laughs> as, a devout, as a devout Lutheran all his life, Michael Meyer had a strong influence on Sir Isaac Newton. He was also involved in the Rosicrucian movement that appeared around this time, which afforded part of the matter of his themis aurea. Holy fuck. I'm like exhausted after we do these. I know. Like, I'm just like how my brain jumping all over the place. It's so good. It's so good. Also, can I just, this is totally unrelated, but one of those weird things of like something back to the beginning of our conversation of things just feeling right. I have wanted to get this tattoo for a very long time. And I didn't know necessarily where it came from. Yeah. But it's... Galileo's diagram of the system of the universe. Oh my gosh. It is literally beautiful. a minimalistic version of this painting that they're using in dark, which is insane. I love that. It's insane. Fucking what? 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 <laughs> okay. Well, all right. I don't have a dark find. <laughs> it's okay. I don't I think don't. our brains can take it. Um, yeah. No. All I, I think can that's say a good is, place to wrap, really. Holy God. Yeah. Like, it's now on my bucket list to talk to someone from the dark team like even if it's not just the creators just like i don't know someone like i i I actually i kind of want just like a nod be like present everything that we found be like is this true and even just getting like a tweeted response like yes yes that would be you know what it's possible acorn I did uh, on my on the deep dive, the other podcast that I do about, you know, deep diving like this into video games. We did an episode on the cat lady where I'm like, it's it's. Uh, oh, that's right. You uh, did say yeah. That. And I was like, I have this theory. I think it's, you know, I think it's symbolism for depression. Like, I think all these crazy flipping things. And he tweeted. He was like, heard this episode. And yes, that is what I meant. And I was like, <gasps> validation. <laughs> I was just like, my day was made. I was, uh, yeah. So it's possible, you yeah. know, we're putting it out there. You never know. They could, I mean, we're doing that this show in English, so maybe they won't listen to it, but you never know. Somebody who knows them may hear it and be like, hey, look, they caught on. Yeah. Somebody out there knows, or if, if, you know, somebody who did this, who put the 
put the things in the thing might listen to it or anybody on production yeah. might just be like, like look, a production they're picking up all this stuff we that we're doing. We, we see, see you. We see what you did. We see you. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Just a regular message out there. We see you. We thank you. It's great. We love it. Yeah. Also, yeah. we'll accept our uh, acceptance cards into the Hermetic um, Secret Society right. that you have invited us all yeah. to. We see. Yeah. Dark ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please just stamp us now. We're good. I feel like we've passed the initiation test, right? Yeah. I think probably. so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, do we want to do shout outs? Yeah. Hello, I'm Murgles. I stream on Twitch. I'm making an animated film live on Twitch, uh, which is super cool. So if you want to come check me out, it's uh, twitch.tv slash Murgles. You can also find me on twitter.com slash Murgles. Uh, if you're interested in some of the stuff that we were talking about, remember how we were talking about John D and the show that PB and I are on? Uh, we are on a show Saturdays, uh, 4 p.m. EST on Table Story, twitch.tv slash Table Story. It's super fun. Check out vampires and all that makes my life. So yeah, thank you. That's me. It's actually been such a joy watching you do your backgrounds for your animation. Like it's it's coming oh, together and so I'm so good. proud of you. I had a meltdown oh. <laughs> this last stream Did because you? yeah, I like cried for two hours. It was really embarrassing actually, oh. but it was because I, I was... I've been saying that I'm going to make a film for years, years and yes. years since I made my last like one. And five years. Yeah. yeah. And I just have not gotten around to do it for whatever reason, just didn't, I wasn't able to. I also, I was just been, I've been very afraid that I wasn't like good enough. So I was working on this background. It was turning out really good. I was feeling like really good about it. And I don't know what it was. It was like the music and just like painting this moss. I just started crying. <laughs> and it was just a, a moment of like, man, I'm I'm like actually doing this. Like I'm, I'm doing, doing the thing yeah. that I and all it literally all it took was just actually starting and then just doing it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds so dumb, but it's just something that I find really difficult to wrap my head around. I feel like many people are the same. The difference between not doing something and doing it is literally just doing it. Doing and it's it. annoying. Yep. Yep. But yeah. The first best time to start something is the time you think about it. The second mm -hmm. best time is now. Yes. Yeah. Oh gosh, I love that. Yeah. So yeah. So if you're interested in seeing uh me sort of <laughs> go through because I'm I'm because I'm streaming it live, you see me go through all of the emotions and all of the things, the you know, rage of things not working <laughs> out the way I want them to, the unbelievable crying epiphanies when they turn out better than I could have imagined I would be able to to do. Uh just like all the steps of making a film, if you're interested in seeing all the thought that goes into something, yeah, yeah you can come watch me. I can confirm yeah. it's wonderful. Thank it you so much very, for saying very, that. Very wonderful. Yeah. PB, how about you? Yeah, I'm I'm PB or Pumpkinberry. You can find me on Twitter at Pumpkinberry uh, and you can find what I'm up to at pumpkinberry.tv. Um, the main things I did want to talk about were the the Leech, the vampire show that that uh, Mergles mentioned here. If you would prefer an audio version, the podcast version is out there. So you can either search in your podcast app, Table Story, all one word, and then Leech, or you can go to tablestory.tv slash Leech. And then uh, again, the other thing that I referenced today, which I've referenced a couple times, would be Nocturne, the show about people stuck in a time loop, um, which you can find at tablestory.tv slash Nocturne. I will ask that if you come and stop by my Twitch stream or any of these things, 
let me know you're from the podcast because I'd like to just wink at you and go, oh, I like I know where that's how you found us. Yep. And it, it I've had a couple people stop in from on Twitch from this podcast to say hi. And I just want to make sure that I stop and say hi, because it's very exciting for me to find other dark hunters, I guess. I don't know what to call yeah. us theorists. I, I don't know. We're all huge fans of dark. So we're in this like little club together now because yeah, of the podcast. Yeah, it's kind of what it feels like. Yeah, but it's the I know, you know, I know, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. So good. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm Acorn. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Acorn Bandit and online at joysons.com, J-O-I-S-A-N-S.com. Don't have too much going on right now because like I mentioned before, we are kind of in our in-between stage for the Avatar podcast I'm a part of on the Geek Generation. Uh, we're about to go into book two. We're catching up on all of our amazing fan mail. We're doing Aang mails. So if you're a fan and you want to, uh, get a quick taste of what the podcast is about, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is Avatar the Podcast, and catch a couple of those. But yeah, that's that's pretty much me. So thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this this episode and our brong moments and this crazy journey that we're going on together. Of course, if we've missed anything or if you want to add to the conversation, you can uh, tweet us at Radio Winden or write into us at darkcompanionpod at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Johnny Caballero for letting us use the beautiful cover art for our podcast. You can find him at Twitter at Johnny Knight. That's J-H-O-N-Y-K-N-I-G-H-T. We're also proudly part of the Geek Generation Network. And you can find more of our awesome podcasts, including the Avatar podcast just mentioned, over on thegeekgeneration.com. Thank you so much for diving into Dark with us. We will be back next Thursday with episode 12, Forbidden Couples. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's where we are. So we're going to get a little spicy with Peter and Bernadette and Agnes and Doris and all the other forbidden romances. Yes. Hell yes. Okay, cool. All right. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.